love the smell of napalm in the morning. You see, we're on a mission from God. Great Scott. You're gonna need a bigger boss. Hasta la vista. Hey, go ahead. Make my day. I'm Ricky Bobby. You don't chew big red, you. Welcome to this episode of the Movies Out Podcast. I am your host, Tom, joined alongside my fellow zealots, Joe and Paul. How are you guys doing for this episode? Doing great. Woo! Trying to match Paul's enthusiasm. Oh, he is so happy. It's been three I weeks, am. so he's yeah. excited to get back on the mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this episode, we are reviewing Rambo, Last Blood, and our feature presentation is It chapter two so exciting before we do that of course as always we have from the cutting room floor all right the first thing i want to mention from the cutting room floor is i was watching it too uh, and the trailers came up and you know you get the usual suspects and did you guys see the trailer for the new bad boys movie i must have missed it i don't recall martin lawrence and um will smith nope bad boys you guys are you're aware of that franchise yes I'm aware that there is a franchise called Bad Boys. Okay. All right. <laughs> so you haven't seen these movies, Paul? Or Joe? I have not. No, I have not really? seen them. Neither. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen either Bad Boys movie? Nope. Wow. I, 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 I had a small sexual encounter with a one of the extras from Bad Boys. That's the only thing <laughs> I know that movie. <laughs> oh. Sweet. What in the world? <laughs> Who uh, knew? He was like, I was in Bad Boys. I'm like, okay. All and right. now you are a bad boy. Oh. <laughs> wow. So New Orleans, what happens? Are you sure that's not a pickup line? Because I'm sure everyone would use that. Like, he, he hey, just just spank him. <laughs> but he was like, it was like an incredibly small part. It was incredibly small part. Well, like, I'm sure he's insulted as hell now. Yeah. Uh, I, I, well. well, as long as you're calling his part in the movie small and that's it, oh. we're fine. <laughs> Oh. Wow, well, he, this he had took his a wrong girlfriend turn. with him, but it, oh. it was weird. It was a weird. Was wow, weird that's for another podcast. Memorable, but anyway, <laughs> right? Is, what goes to New Orleans, baby? <laughs> <laughs> well, but, anyway, uh, so that's the only. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned it because I it doesn't come up very often, right? Bad boys. I mean, what the hell? Okay. Well, on. apparently they're making a third in the installment, and. I, I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I don't know if anybody actually wants to see a third installment. But but when I was watching a trailer, I realized, you know, the first one I liked. I, I enjoyed the first one for what it was. The second one annoyed me because Martin Lawrence in the second one, basically, he wanted out. Like, he didn't want uh, he didn't want uh, Will Smith to be his partner anymore. In the whole movie, he's like whining and, ah, I don't want to do this. Blah, blah, blah. And it really just turned me off with the, the franchise. I didn't like that aspect. So I'm watching the third one. And here... Now, Martin Lawrence in this one wants to retire. So it's going to be basically much of the same as the second one where he's a reluctant partner who doesn't really want to go along, but he's... Eh, I'm disappointed, to say the least. Now, if it was just them getting back together, buddy-buddy, and they're banging heads and doing crazy stuff, I would be much more enthused to see this movie. Whereas now, he wants to quit again, and that whole... Martin Lawrence has gotten old enough to become Danny Glover? <laughs> Yeah, uh, apparently so. But yeah, I, I just, I, I, this movie, uh, I just don't know why they're going to rehash. It, it looks a lot like the same plot as two to me. Well, they've got to reintroduce the characters before they reboot it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Although I must say, I probably want to see this more than I want to see Will Smith's other movie where he's, his younger f- version is trying to kill himself. That movie, I just have no interest to see that at all. The de-aged uh, Will Smith versus the actual Will Smith. Right. I, I have no interest in that in the least to see that movie. And I'm not sure why, because it seems like it'd be right my alley. But is it is it is it a remake? I, I'm curious. It, it seems familiar the name of the movie, but I you know I don't even I, I don't know. Football. Yeah, I have no idea. What's the name of the movie? I don't even know. Gem- Gemini Man, I think. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like that would be something. Yeah, but yeah, I have no interest in that whatsoever. I don't know if I just don't like the whole de-aging. Uh, just, it throws me off. I don't know. I don't know. But that's that. Also, I wanted to mention Movie Pass is officially dead. Did you guys see this? I did. Somehow. It took long enough. Wow. Somehow it lasted this long. They ran through well, they, all they, the money. They stopped, they stopped doing everything like in July, right before the summer movie season hit. They suspended the entire company and said, we'll bring it back online soon. Okay, so, so it's, it's been, been gone on for oh, a while. Okay, it's just they officially said, "Hey, we're 
yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're not gonna, really yeah. going to bring it back. Yeah, we can't afford for the service. <laughs> but, but, but we should say that you know, to its credit, it, it did, it did spawn, right? I mean, really, AMC's movie bad yeah. was a response, uh, right? Yes. So, I mean, I it mean, forced the industry to do something. The problem, the problem yeah. was movie it sacrificed was itself, not in a position to do anything except go out of business, bleed right? money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, hey, AMC I'm can afford to do this movie. I mean, because they only pay half the price for each movie. This is right? what you they only have to pay the studio part. This is yeah. what you would do if you were in a situation of Brewster's Millions, where you have to dump a lot of money and have nothing in return. <laughs> you create Movie Pass. <laughs> Just create Movie Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, I don't know <laughs> whoever thought this was financially feasible. <laughs> I don't know what they thought long term they were going to do, how they're going to turn this into a profit. Yeah, I think they, I, I heard that they thought they were going to be able to manipulate the industry and like force the movie theaters to start yeah. giving them discounted stuff and things like that. But the theater, you know, like AMC is like, oh, hell, we can do this on our own. Because I've seen the, uh, what was it, the Company Man videos on AMC. Uh, I don't know what that Talking is. About, he talks about business and franchises oh, and okay. such. But their movie revenue is well, like half, right? So yeah. half your ticket price goes to the goes to the studio, and half yep. belongs to AMC. Yeah. But they make eighty percent on concessions. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the, the foods where they make all their money. Yeah. And I tell you what, ever since I got the AMC pass, I spend a shit ton more at concessions than I ever had. <laughs> yeah. So a movie pass, they don't get that. So. <laughs> yeah, they're just yeah, they they get nothing. They have to pay the full ticket price instead of half the ticket price. Yeah, so... and they charge less. Yep, it d- doesn't really make any sense. There's no way they could have thought this was going to work. Well, apparently they did. Well, they're idiots. Eh, maybe they didn't. <laughs> I mean, because they, they well, I think they did because they, the guys who started Movie Pass did okay, right? They started the company. They got an initial round of investment, then they took it in public and then got a whole bunch of people to buy into it, in which all the bankers got out and cashed out their profits, and then whoever bought this stock lost their ass. Yeah. Yeah. The guy who started MoviePass made a ton of money. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not a long-term feasible business well, model. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, he scammed a whole bunch of fools, but yeah. I'm not sure that's a, a long-term, uh, a good <laughs> way to make money, I yeah. guess, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know one thing. I think I am going to jump ship from AMC and go to Regal. Uh, I think September is my last is my last month. I think I started the Regal or the the AMC in October or it might be November. So whenever my twelve months is up, because I'm basically locked into the 1999 rate of AMC. I think once my twelve months is up, it will jump up by a couple of bucks. And at that point, it will be the same or very comparable to the Regal that's offered. So I think I'm going to do that since the Regal, the Regals, I have much closer Regals to me, plus they're nicer. The only oh, downside... Regal is wonderful. Oh, yeah, yeah. The only downside is, A, uh, to book online before I get to the theater, they still have fees I'd have to incur, which I don't like that. So hmm. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to go to the theater and get my tickets, you know, at the theater, which means I do got to show up a couple minutes at least before the show actually starts. And a little bit more than that, if I want to go to see an opening weekend movie, because then I have to worry about where my seats are. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, well, luckily not they closed, that. they closed the book on the Avengers and you don't have that mess to deal with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, there's still going to be more movies, but yes. Uh, so, uh, I think I'm going to do that in the next month or so, and I will keep everyone posted as to how that is going. So there you go. Joe, you have, you saw, you want to talk about Between Two Ferns, the movie? Yes. Paul and I both started that. Uh, neither of us got through much of it. I, I fell asleep. I, I tried to watch it twice and I fell asleep. Not due to the lack of entertainment of the movie, just because the time of night I'd flipped it on. I can sleep through anything. So it doesn't matter what's on. I'm going to fall asleep if I put it on at 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Uh, so I did see the first couple scenes. <laughs> Very funny stuff. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> so <good. laughs> I got up to John Legend, which was going to be good, but I just didn't. Oh, I didn't get that far. Who was the second uh, one? I know who you're talking about, but I can't. I mean, yeah. Just... Uh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's making uh, fun of his intelligence yeah. the entire time. <laughs> he does find the. <laughs> The worst things people say about them, and then... oh yeah, he just poked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, so 
Uh, I assume the whole movie is basically just that. <laughs> well, it kind of, I mean, it has its own kind of story. Oh, okay. Right. The, 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 uh, I don't know if you want spoilers. No spoilers. It's not, story. it's not a good story, but <laughs> it's a story. Um, it's, it's a rehashed trope of, uh, you know, just, yeah, it's, it's kind of a rehashed story about him's path to doing finding right. Essentially. It's him to being able to spend more money, actually having a budget to do his little segment, chain together a bunch of these segments with famous people, wrapped a little bit of a plot around, call it a movie, and then he released it. Yeah, it, yeah, and it's which it's is great because I love, plots, I love it. But the the problem with it, it's just, I mean, each each segment in its own yes. is hysterical. Yes, yes. But all of the segments in one sitting is. You know, there's a reason YouTube videos are like 12 minutes long. Oh, no way. How many of these can you watch in a row? Because there were like 12 of them in this movie, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I can watch 12 between two ferns in a row, which I did during this film. And I was like... <laughs> oh, no. See, I'm different than you. I, 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 I was over it before it ended. I was like, this would be much better as just... You know, just watch it on YouTube until you get tired and come back you know, a week later and watch a few more type of thing. Yeah, see, I when I first found Between Two Ferns, it was after like it was already going, and I I binge watched a bunch of them, and so I was yeah. So this is really it's kind of like like a creep show or <laughs> Tales from the Crypt movie where it's just a bunch of individual segments they throw together with one commonality and they release it. Yeah, they throw Sounds one great. silly plot around the whole thing, which they yeah. kind of did with this, and it was yeah, you know, it was one of these really silly stories that you know they. But you could tell right off the bat with the Matthew McConaughey scene where. I mean, they had a they had a sealed room. They were filling with water. There's no way he would have done that with a regular segment. Like, there's no way they they budget something. Yeah, like but that I where, mean, did that did that really add a lot to it that they? Oh, he could do things. He could ha, he had ideas that he'd wanted to do that he'd never be able to do with a funnier die budget that he could. And, do and Will Ferrell was was moderately amusing, right? I mean, yeah, not, Will Ferrell. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't maybe as good as the segments, but. You know. Yeah. No. Like I said, I, I'm going to watch it, and uh, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm sure because uh, I enjoyed what I've seen so far. I just got to watch it at a time where I'm not going to fall asleep. Good stuff. I went off the. It just. Uh, it, well, I think it was just too much. Um, All right. Too much of a good thing. But it is something you can watch a little bit of, and yeah, as, as yeah, I, and then pick it up later because you're not going to lose. Yeah. 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 Very good. All right, Joe. What else you got? Oh, uh, what else have I? Got? Oh, did we get a rating I, on that one? I oh you guys are going to be mad at me, but I, I say TV. Wow, really? Okay. I've only seen it, the first ten minutes, and I say uh, stream at least minimum. I, I, I was debating streaming TV. I'm like, no, this isn't even. A, I just don't want to watch the whole thing. This is what like bored watching YouTube type of viewing. But I don't get bored watching YouTube. Sadly, like I'll I'll start watching YouTube and get stuck, and it'll be I'll look up and it'll be like three hours later. I'm like, what in the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I do too, but I rarely stay on the same channel the whole time. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Around. Yeah, yeah. This is this is too much on the same channel. Nah. All right. All right. Oh, yeah. let's see. What do uh, I guess uh, first? Uh, Magician season one. Oh yes, Paul. He's finally watching Magicians. Great. Oh wow. Great TV series. I absolutely love that. It is fantastic. I, yes. I'm shocked. It's sci-fi. <laughs> like yeah. holy cow. Yeah, yeah, it is a budget and authors. So this good, is and, wonderful. And Paul, you read the books, right? Yeah, I read two books. Did not finish the. Th I did not start the third one. Oh, what's up with that? Uh I, I, I obviously didn't find the second one all that interesting. <laughs> all right, uh, I don't know. Now, as far as the TV series go, I was caught up, and then I don't know if they released another season that I haven't watched yet. I there's I very well, I might be a season back. I'll have to check that out. Uh, I don't know yeah. how, how. How are you watching it? What's that? Paul? I have a whole season on DVR that I. Yeah, I have about to. about half a season that I haven't watched yet. Yeah, I have to I have to watch it. Joe, how are you watching? Is it on Netflix? I'm watching Netflix. Okay, so do they? Do you know if they? Well, you wouldn't know if they had all the seasons. You don't know how many seasons. I don't know. Are. I just started season two. Okay. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, oh, I love that it show. It is. It's a great show. I mean, it, it's compelling. It's fun. I mean, you know, it's not. The characters are uh, so oh, good. The characters well, are well written, right? Maybe you can solve an issue that Tom and I have on this. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Elliot is definitely gay, right? I mean, hmm? what's that? Have you not gotten that far? Elliot, Elliot is gay, right? He's gay. He's, Elliot, no. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. bi. He's bi. <laughs> 
he has a little flexibility wow. in there. He's We're he's have... he's banging that chick, right? His his oh, no, no Elliot, Elliot's gay, but I you know it's, hey. her, it's his bestie. Every once in a while, they have a friend. <laughs> I don't party. know. Yeah, but they, they, they no, Elliot is told he is completely gay. However, I mean, you like they say a leopard can't change its spots. Well, this leopard climbed a different tree every now and again. Yeah, right? Okay, that makes right. him buy then. Right? He's by uh, then. We're going to have a bad day today then on the movie review. <laughs> oh, well, oh, this is already going to be terrible because when we get to it, I'm going to I'm going to throw <laughs> No, our argument it. was Paul says he's strictly gay and I say no, no, no. I think he's bi. No, he's gay, but eh, there's Well, Joe, no, there's no What does that mean? That doesn't mean anything. You can't say he's gay and eh, but he bangs oh, yeah. chicks. Come on. Yeah. I, I've slept with a handful of women since I've been gay, but <laughs> since I'm I've not been... gay. I'm not Since you converted? I'm gay. But know? I think he enjoys it, though. You're allowed to enjoy it? Sex, of course he enjoyed it. Then he's bi. Uh, All right. You, you know, guys are... Yeah, yeah, I, I don't understand what's going on. Going, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, if, if he's... Have you ever touched a penis? You're if, gay. If he's having sex with both... He you is have to be gold star. You bi. have to be a gold star gay. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Paul, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> a gold star gay is a gay that only has ever had sex with, with men. Well, or, you know, if you're a lesbian, you know. I'm... I mean, out, okay. Boy, this, this is going off the rails. Out, outside, <laughs> outside of maybe experimenting when you're young. Yes, it, it, I would. I would expect, just like a straight person, you just have sex with the people that you're attracted to. Yes, I would not expect you to dabble in both throughout after you've already experimented. And you know where where you stand, because if you do that, then I'd say you're bi. And yet, I feel like it's a trope that gay guys occasionally, some gay guys occasionally will sleep with their good girlfriends. And, and okay. maybe, well, maybe that's a trope I, I you're not know. familiar with. Okay, maybe not. I'm just saying when I watch that show. To me, he seems bi. Like he, he, I, I, I think he's banging that his uh, best, his bestie. I think they were like they have a little something going on. But either way, that him and that girl, everybody, really, all those characters maybe, maybe, are maybe fantastic. Maybe seen Romeo and Juliet, where the, the, the all male cast that he's in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe that would have changed your mind. I don't know. <laughs> I saw that first. Typecast. He, he, he plays Mercutio yeah. in it. Right. But it, it, it's an all-male cast, Romeo and Juliet, and he's a he's one of the main characters. So uh, you should you should watch that. I think it's on Netflix, probably. Well, I doubt you'd get through it, but go ahead. <laughs> Regardless, <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a well-written gay character, Tom, and the character has a little more depth than they normally put into gay characters in Hollywood, which makes him. Bi. And so I think it might be confusing you. <laughs> Maybe I think he's a bi <laughs> oh character. My God, but the, the guy has depth. <laughs> Oh, let's, let's just put a wig on him and just make it very obvious. <laughs> uh, either way. Uh, God, what are they going to do? I mean, they can't really have him drive a Jetta. <laughs> that, <laughs> that show is, I, I cannot stress enough for anyone who has never seen it to go out and uh, to watch it. Because it is so good. Show. It's so good. It's just wonderful. Oh, man. I love it. Love it. Oh, so good. All right. All what right, else? We're going to have trouble. Are we going to have trouble today on, on the review? <laughs> I don't think so. Who knows? <laughs> you, you, we're on the same page, right? <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll have to wait. And, never mind. We'll have to wait and see. All okay, right, Joe, all what right. else What else you got going on? Oh, let's see. I, I saw The Boys. I was late. You guys all made told me to watch it, and I was very late in watching oh, it. Oh, yes. Watch the Boys. I forgot you haven't uh, fin finished watching it. So what do you think? <sighs> so I, good. I love it. I was shocked. At first, I'm like, what are, you know, right? And yeah. then I was like, I was I was surprised at how good I was, and then and then it was like, all the exploit sexual exploitation and murder with these superheroes. I'm like, oh my god, what is w with these people? They're horrible. Let me tell you something. When that that lady, okay, spoilers, obviously, that lady, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> her her baby, he brings her baby down, then he blows everybody up. Hey. Like that, that's unreal. Like they just killed that baby. Like they explicitly said, "Hey, this baby is dead." Yeah, I mean, they scene. killed lots of children. They just like, oh, well, yeah. I mean, like in the airplane, yes. I mean, they he yeah, let everybody I mean, die. Like, uh, but uh, like, yeah. oh shit, I, I broke the cockpit. Well, we're gonna have to kill them all. But in that but, scene where that guy was blowing up the at the very end, where he's blowing everybody mm -hmm. up, he saved him, and he left that baby just to get blown up. Yep. Like, wow, that is so brutal. And I was so curious how this was gonna end because. 
you know, that superhero, he, he's, he's, he, he, there's nothing you can do to him. He's basically yeah, in, unstoppable. And, and this reminded me, too, because I, I was I, I have to apologize to both of you for my Brightburn review. <laughs> <laughs> OK, Saying, you know, no, that's not really how. No, this is what happens. <laughs> this is a of Brightburn. You were yeah. both correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I take it all back. Um, I, I saw it. Well, nope. The. Paul, that's all I could think during the show. Like, damn it, Tom and Paul were absolutely <laughs> <right>. <laughs> And I said so- the kid wouldn't act like this, and Paul chastised me. <laughs> and he was right. <laughs> and I was so curious as to how, like, the the main guy was going to get away without getting killed. And I'm so happy the way they ended it, where he got to live. And I'm so curious how what they do with season two. It was- <laughs> and and I, I was surprised that I read online that, that the comic book doesn't have at all all of the stuff that i kind of assumed the you know how the first the first season ends the big yeah. ending and the, the, that, that that's not how the comic book goes at all which kind of surprised me because wow you kind of saw it coming sort of right that she that she'd still she be alive pop up, yeah right? yeah yeah but anyway so good though i mean that oh that i cannot wait for season two to come out and see what they do with it because this is the best. This is like the absolute golden age of TV right now. <laughs> oh, definitely. Also, Paul or Joe, did you catch the Akron, Ohio uh, slap? I did. The diss? Okay, so you heard it. No, it was no, it was Dayton, wasn't it? Wasn't oh, Akron. Dayton, Dayton. I'm sorry. Yeah, Dayton. that's where Paul is. Yeah, Dayton. Yeah. yeah slap down Dayton. Yeah. <laughs> At least we're not. I don't know sure what the line was, but yeah, he dissed Dayton. I was like, holy cow. Yeah, because they sent him to uh, what was it, Sandusky? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had to become the, the Sandusky Fishman or some silly like that. So stupid. <laughs> Talking about the roller coasters. Man, we have a lot of roller coasters. <laughs> uh, it was really enjoyable. Hey, at least it's not Dayton. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't uh, pick up on that, Paul. That's your hometown. Come on. Or where I, you I, currently I, live. I, 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 that's where I'm living. I'm, let's just say where it's where I'm living. <laughs> Okay, you're yeah. not we married. Like the, the van, very mm. slams on the brake, and that, that, <laughs> that dolphin. dolphin. Oh yeah, that actually that 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 was so good because the fact that that dolphin was hitting on him was really creepy. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh man, this scene's got to end. <laughs> Thank God that dolphin died. <laughs> right? Oh my god. Because the, oh. the only thing they haven't sexually exploited was that dolphin. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So that's another good one. The Boys on uh, Amazon, right? Amazon Prime. Yes. Check that out, too. What? Oh, yeah, you're right, Joe. It, it is a golden age for TV because, wow. And like I said before, I got the Disney Plus. I got three years of that. So I'm, I'm excited for when that starts up and all the original content they're going to release. And uh, just all the Marvel and Star Wars and just the library movies they're going to have available. They have a list. You can actually Google it now. They have a list of all the opening day content, and it is vast. There's a ton of stuff you're gonna be able to watch. So, I thought, what about Bob is on the list. Yes, so worth uh, I worth will <laughs> just just for what about Bob? I love that movie. It's so good. <laughs> Richard Dreyfus is so brilliant in that film. Oh, we should do an we should do an episode to just talk about what about Bob. <laughs> yes, I've been um, talking about that movie all day. So good, so good. All right, uh, you got anything else? Uh, that is it for me. All right. Well, that's probably the longest <laughs> from the cutting room floor segment we've ever done. Luckily, we don't have much to talk about as far as movies. So let's get right into it. The very first movie is the one that I only I alone saw as Rambo Last Blood. In, in the whole country, I think. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You may be correct. Uh, released September 20th, 2019. Rated R. Runtime, one hour and 29 minutes. Starring Sylvester Stallone. Paz Vega, Yvette Monreal. Description, Rambo must confront his past and unearth his ruthless combat skills to exact revenge in a final mission. IMDb gives it a 7.1 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes critics give it a 29%. However, the audience gives it a 85%. Box office budget is around 50 million. Worldwide gross is about seven. So yeah, Uh, Sylvester Stallone initially said he was going to this is going to be the last Rambo, but then I think at the uh, Cannes Film Festival, is it pronounced Cannes? I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Uh, he said if this movie did well, he would not be opposed to continuing the series. So I guess this is the last movie. <laughs> I guess this did not do well. 
Uh, notes of interest. After initial filming was done and the first cut of the movie was put together, it was test screened in spring 2019 and following additional photography and reshoots, different cuts were edited and test screened throughout the next few months. The movie was still being edited just weeks before theatrical release and before final cut was done. However, at the last minute, the movie was cut down even further to be shortened and faster paced, which is why the final theatrical cut is barely 90 minutes long and why all the trailers, all the trailers for the film show some deleted scenes and dialogue. So yeah, uh, this movie is an hour 29 minutes is very short. It felt very short to me, uh, but which is good because I enjoyed it. But I'll get into that more in a second. Uh, after the montage, so at the end of the movie, there's a montage that basically follows him through all the Rambo movies, like scenes from from the first blood whole way through the last blood. And at the very end of that, there's a scene where the wounded Rambo is riding away on horseback. So he's literally riding away into the sunset, essentially, which I don't know where he gets the horse because he released all his horses prior to the battle that occurred, but whatever. So that's all the notes I have. So thoughts. I love the Rambo movies. They're, they're fantastic. So this movie has a ton of issues. I mean, it's, I, I can't even list well, them I, all. I have a hard time sitting here quietly. Will you talk about all the Rambo <laughs> movies as a group and say they're awesome? I, uh, obviously you do have an issue because you're interrupting I, me. I also feel like the first Rambo movie was not at all like any of the other movies. Like the first movie was first blood. Yeah. Completely. First yeah. blood oh. was completely different movie. Well, and it was a really a, good one too. Yeah, and it had a lot of hard issues that it was talking yes. about, and, and right. And then from then on, it, it it wasn't the same movie at all, right? I mean, I it, I loved them all though. Oh, okay. It was a different right. movie genre, yeah. maybe. Yeah, the second one was yeah, it was like almost a different genre because of you know it went with yes. Because what was it? it was it uh, Chuck Norris? They always did the go back to Vietnam thing. Oh heck yeah, man! Missing in action. Yeah, and so those were yeah, it was in that genre. It was it was one of the best films of that genre. Yes, Rambo too. But yeah, like the the one in Afghanistan, you really tell me you like that movie? <laughs> okay, wait. I, when when Rambo sided with the Taliban? Wait a second. Which one is that? Is that which one? What was the last one before this one? Where he went like he was, was the on one the where boat. He went back to Vietnam as a seventy year old. Well, he was on the boat. No, no, right? he, yeah, he was living there on a boat, right? In the photographer. Yeah, or something. And he, yeah. And he f- I thought that was good. To Cambodia or something. I like that. Now between no, that one, one and what about the one in Afghanistan? I don't remember Rambo, that one that much. Okay, Rambo I, and the Taliban take on the Russians together. I'll be honest with you, that one I don't recall <laughs> that much. <laughs> it was awful. Okay, maybe it was. I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember. It is the Jurassic World three of the Rambo. In general, <laughs> I loved. I've I've enjoyed the Rambo movies and the later Rambo movies. They amped up with his age the brutalness and the just how graphic the movies have become. I mean that one that last one before this one was super graphic and this one does not pull punches either. It is super graphic. I think they they earned that rated R rating because yeah. oh yeah, all, all the crunching is just his joints. <laughs> yeah. Did, did did they did he stab four foreigners with his walker and oh jeez. Yeah, well, you guys you up. guys have no right to say anything because you haven't seen the movie. You haven't even seen the movie. So just shut your mouths and listen to my oh, review. Oh, I think we've seen the movie. <laughs> no, you haven't. All right, so this movie, so in all the Rambos, he's been a loner. He's always on his own. You know, he's antisocial. You know, it's got all these issues. This movie opens up. So the last movie before this one essentially ends with him going to like some farm. Like this shows him like going off back to the States to presume his, resume his life or whatever. So this one picks up basically like a decade after that or so whatever the time frame is. And it's weird to see Rambo like in a makeshift family situation because he's always been on his own. Like he's never had like a, <laughs> like he wakes up and there's a kid and there's a lady. Now the kid's not his and the lady's not his wife, Phew. but he's still living side by side with these people. I think, I think the plot, I, I'm not clear, but I think the, the girl, it, it's a basically the reason why he gets back into, you know, fighting and killing is his sister's daughter is his niece. I think, I think that's how the story is. I'm not clear as to their relationship in general, but he's living on this big farm with her and, uh, some lady, which I don't know. Sure. Who I think maybe that's the guys. Is that that safe? I mean, in in the first, in the first movie, it's established that he, that he becomes homicidal his PTSD makes him homicidal. 
Well, he has a he has a thing of tunnels in the backyard or the front yard that he yeah. hangs out. So he doesn't really. I don't know if he hangs out in the house as much. <laughs> I don't know if it would be a good idea for him to be around children. Just well, she's a. Uh, I mean, he, he's all right. You know, he's good. He's right, good, okay. Paul. Don't worry. Right. He's got it under control. <laughs> <laughs> Because, some pills because, the kitchen cabinet. because because the the years and years of oh he does take pills really violent behavior actually joe that's a good point throughout the movie he does take pills and at one point he throws them down on the ground so that i think that's when he becomes rambo I don't that's know. probably blood pressure right it could be anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> he, he has a giant paxel lollipop he just licks wow. on while he he's uh, taking care of the horses <sighs> you guys are too much okay so he's got a family sorry All right, so so here's what here's the plot of the movie uh, he's living with them. The the niece or the the girl is graduating high school and she's going off to college. But her mother died giving birth and her dad left. He fled away at that same time. He didn't want anything to do with her. And that's how this lady started caring for her along with, I guess, John Rambo. So before she goes away to college, uh, a friend, quote unquote, of hers down in Mexico finds her dad, calls her up, says, hey, I found your dad. Uh, you know, come down here. You can confront him, find out all the answers you want. So essentially the premise is she's going down to Mexico because I think she has, she's a little Latin. So I guess Rambo's sister and well, yeah, they showed the dad, the deadbeat dad, and he's Mexican living in Mexico. So oh he goes boy. down. Yeah. Oh, the, 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 wow. This is going to get bad, isn't it? Oh yeah. There's not a good Mexican. Well, no, no. The, the lady, the mother, this lady is a good one. She's a good Mexican. Uh, I think she might be the dad. She might be the mother of the deadbeat dad. I'm not 100 percent sure. Oh man, okay, I'm getting incredibly uncomfortable just hearing yes, the words. I, I She's know. a good Mexican. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, it's not meant to. This is sounding like a. Um... <laughs> is Rambo? Did he have tunnels or a wall? <laughs> no, it was tunnel. He drives through the the wall. Rambo's out there building a wall to keep himself busy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this is sound like a right wing fantasy as we go as we speak. But keep going. I, I, all right, all right. So, so she goes down to Mexico to her Mexican friend who used to live up. I guess it's Arizona or wherever they are. But she moved then. She moved down back down to Mexico. So, and they already establish earlier in the movie that she's bad because the late the the mother uh, figure says, "Oh, I was glad when she moved because she's not a good girl or she was bad." So you already knew that she was going to sell her out, right? So she goes down. Uh, this friend takes her to her dad. The dad essentially says, I don't like you. I don't want your mother. Go away. Don't ever come back. So then the lady, the the friend, takes her to a club where she gets drugged. And essentially she sells her out to being uh, sex trafficked. You know, now, now she's part of the cartel being uh, doped up and having sex with everybody, right? So this friend sold her out. So the first problem I have is the fact that this friend actually went to the trouble to find the dad because there's really no reason. I mean, all she has to do is call her, say, hey, I found your dad. Come down to Mexico. <laughs> have her come down, take her to this club, say, hey, your dad works at this club. Let's go here and have her drugged, get her whatever she's getting and be gone. Why go through all the trouble of actually finding the dad before you sell her out to the cartel? It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And it introduces the dad, which... Literally, there's a scene where she's confronting the dad. Dad says, I don't love you. I don't like you. Get away. And she goes off pouting. And then Rambo shows up at one point, says, you're bad. And he walks away. And that's it. So now we have this really bad guy who doesn't get any type of justice or just... They introduce him and do nothing with him. And that's the end of his role in this movie. Like It would have been so much better just to cut him out completely because he doesn't do anything. He doesn't provide any narrative to the story or doesn't progress the story in any way just a bad character who doesn't get justice like well, okay that's just wow that, that's the problem of editing out half the movie right <laughs> yeah you know that's probably that's probably a good point <laughs> plus so this girl who sex traffics her friend quote-unquote friend she's a bad person too and so rambo comes down to find her and of course threatens her and which is nice that he was threatening bodily harm on her because you know now everything's pc and you can't you know grab a girl which i don't condone i'm just saying it's nice that he's like, he's Rambo, right? He wants to find his niece. He doesn't care. He said he was going to put a bullet in her head. He's like, he didn't care that she was a girl. He was going to kill her. But the problem is, well, well, I think after Brad Pitt and, uh, <laughs> and once upon a time in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. That is true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. We, we've opened those. Yeah. Back up. <laughs> so she points out the cartel to him. Then she goes away and that's it. That's the end of her story. So the niece 
spoiler, ends up dying. She gets o- she ODs and dies. So this girl sells her out, and nothing happens to her in, in this movie. Like, she's okay. She walks away fine. So where's the justice in that? Ah, sometimes crime does pay. <sighs> oh, man. Oh. So annoying. So then, of course, he goes down. He get, The cartel finds him, or he goes to confront him. They beat him up. They let him live for whatever reason. And then he comes. So some reporter whose whose daughter also was uh, her not daughter. Her, her her sister was taken and found OD'd in a corner. So same thing. So she was following this guy. She sees Rambo. She sees Rambo beat up to to basically almost on his deathbed. She grabs him, nurses him back to health, and then he goes grabs the daughter, kills some people, and the daughter ends up dying as he's going back uh, across the states. Now, this is a creepy part of the movie, too. So he's in Mexico. His niece dies in the car while he's driving. And basically, he goes up to a uh, a border with just chain fence. So come on, Trump, hurry up, get that wall, because this wouldn't be able to happen if there was a big wall. He drives through the fence, drives whole way up to Arizona with her corpse, <laughs> and drives home. So that way, the, the, the mother figure can see her, I guess, and they bear her in the backyard. I'm wondering if they... Uh, so they bury her in the middle of just desert. <laughs> I wonder if they told like the government, like, you know, cause they, as far as they know, she's, there's no death certificate. Yeah. Like, I mean, in 10 years, she's gonna get audited by IRS. Like, where's all your stuff? She's like, no, I she's been, been paying your taxes. Well, <laughs> yeah. At that point, they'll, they'll bust uh, yeah, the truck and her social security <laughs> check the entire time. Yeah. So it's very and strange. I was going to have to break himself out of jail. <laughs> so he goes that. Then, so then he, then there's a, the whole montage where he's building up, defenses you know for a big battle and then he goes down and he gets the reporter to again the reporter hey you need to help you know blah 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 she reluctantly helps which i don't know i guess she just points out where this guy lives she goes in so basically the cartel is controlled by these two brothers so he goes into the one house kills everybody cuts off the brother's head and puts a and stabs like a picture of his niece to his chest so that way the other brother knows who did it because earlier in the movie, they already established that the other brother grabbed his uh, license, so they know where he lives. So, of course, then the cartel goes up to Arizona. Of course, Rambo... Here's another problem with the movie. Rambo basically just wipes him out. And they, yes, they, they get him... He I think, I think he gets shot twice during the battle. But really, at no point is there any... Like, you're never thinking, oh my god, what's going to happen? Like, he just systematically just kills everybody with no problem. It's like, oh, this is pretty... It's not very stress. It's like it doesn't build up a lot of tension because it's just like, yes, he's killing everybody. And at one point he says to the bad guy, uh, you know, I'm going to rip out your heart because that's what you did to me. And I thought, you know, it was just a metaphor. Oh, no, no. At the end of the movie, he literally gets a knife, cuts out his heart and pulls it out of his chest. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my Lord. Oh, please tell me he bites it. <laughs> No, uh, no. Does he show it to him beating? Yes. Well, he shows it to him. I, I think he dies immediately, but yeah. It was unreal. Oh, yeah. Holy show, mackerel. Show him his still beating heart. Oh, <laughs> he did it. Wow. <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, but here, here's another problem with the movie. Hey, okay, so another problem is the... Re- uh, it sounds like it. The, the reporter described so far is all problems, but go ahead. The, go re- ahead, the, the reporter, <laughs> the reporter part, nothing ever happens with that. Like, it just, that just ends. So... I don't know why, again, that, that seemed like it was introduced for a bigger ending. Like, ideally, he would stop the cartel, go down, save all the girls. The reporter would create a story to get national attention. That way, all these girls who are being sex trafficked get, get free, right? But then in this movie, he kills the one brother. The other brother comes up. He kills out his army and the brother, and then he rides away in the sunset. So the cartel still exists. Under uh, it's going to be new management, of course, because the brothers are dead. But somebody else is going to step up. All the girls are still being sex trafficked. Like he did nothing. His niece is dead. All the girls are still being sex trafficked in Mexico, and he's ran away off in the sunset. <laughs> like so the movie he just ends. Murdered a bunch of people and <laughs> went on. Yeah, he doesn't save anybody else. Uh, so every- it's pretty much exactly <laughs> what happens with the cartel had he not showed up. Yes, nothing happened. Like yeah, he he, he basically made new management. That's all he did. He killed the two brothers. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. You're not going to save the other girls? <laughs> wow, I can't believe this movie has problems. <laughs> now, with all that said, I absolutely enjoyed watching it. Every second of it. 
I loved it. I thought the movie was short. Like when it ended, I was like, oh no, go down and save the people in Mexico. <laughs> I want to see more battles. You want more. I want more. And it just ended. Uh. Like, oh. So yeah, it has, it has tons of issues. You could tell, like it was like somebody wrote down and they started writing this movie. And at one point the studio said, okay, whatever you're doing, drop it. Let's film it. We got to get it out. Like, well, no, no, we didn't finish the ending. Like, we didn't actually tie everything together. No, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Just film it. We're out of money. <laughs> yeah. We're out of sandwich at the craft services table. I mean, there's so many things they could. Well, like, probably Stephen Miller didn't have a chance to finish it because he was. Um, I, I don't, I don't get that reference at all, Paul. Oh, I know. He, he, he's the immigration guy for Trump. But sorry. Oh. <laughs> he probably didn't have a chance to finish it before he sent it off. So, mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Jeez, That's boy. wonderful. And Tom, and Tom, before you give your rating, I want to add one piece of context to this. <laughs> All right. Because I've been looking at Rotten Tomatoes yeah. while you were talking. Yeah. And of course, it comes up and they're all the green splats for every review, right? For critics' <laughs> reviews. Except one tomato, right? All right. And, looking at, and the ratings are all one out of four, one out of five, D minus, D, oh, two out of five. And there's this one rating, the tomato, three out of five. All right. Good and, on you. And this is a great review. It just touches on part of what you said. It's so, it's so great. It says, it's only a guess, but a good part of the sound effects budget for this film was probably spent on heads of lettuce. <laughs> scores of which have been torn apart in front of highly sensitive microphones to accentuate the carnage Rambo unleashes. <laughs> yes. I mean, my Lord, he, this movie is graphic. It is so I think that, that, that review fully sums up why you like this movie. <laughs> yeah. It is shocking. Like there are mo there are scenes in this movie when the audience uh, in the theater, like there was a collective like, oh, like moan, <laughs> like oh my, <laughs> wow, <laughs> it is it is super graphic. So uh, if you like that, by all means. But all right, so this movie, yes, it has. I just laid out a ton of issues it has, but I absolutely loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I'll I'll go stream because I liked it. But like I said, uh, you probably don't want to go to the theater see it. Wait for it to come on some service where you don't have to pay that much or anything. I mean, it's worth a couple bucks, but. Oh, so good. <laughs> it, was, it was a very fun movie to watch. And if you can just ignore all the issues it has, oh, man, it, it's not it's not a bad movie at all. And if you're, you're oh, obviously, if you're a Rambo fan, you have to watch it to, to you know, finalize a chapter because this will be the last one. <laughs> if you can look at the budget and opposed to what it's making in the theater. Yeah, it's it's not coming back. But man. So good. I, yeah, I actually, I've said similar things about the uh, Terminator series, and yet yeah, it still keeps oh, coming back. That is true. We're that is gonna true. have to watch that crap for the rest of time, aren't we? Yeah, I know. it's never going away. No matter how bad it does, it just, just I keeps. Just, I have. I, I literally was watching the trailer for that new Terminator, and just had zero interest in that movie. Yeah, no, it's not going to be good. No, James James Cameron's back. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can stop. Uh, all right. Let's move into the feature presentation. And now our feature presentation. Feature presentation this week is It, Chapter 2, tagline, Witness the End of It. Released September 6, 2019, director Andy Muscacci. He directed It, and that's basically all he's directed. Rated R, runtime, two hours, 49 minutes, starring Jessica Chastain, James McAvoy, and Bill Hader. Description, 27 years after their first encounter with a terrifying Pennywise, the Losers Club have grown up and moved away until a devastating phone call brings them back. IMDb gives a 7.2 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes Cricks get a 64%, while the audience gives it an 80%. Box office. Budget, $79 million. Opening weekend, it made $91 million. Gross in the U.S. Now, this is about two weeks ago, so it's made more by then. Uh, $154 million. And worldwide gross, again, about two weeks ago, was $324 million. So this thing is uh, cleaning up at the box office, as you would say. Notes. When adult Richie enters the abandoned theater, there is a shot where an old dilapidated You've Got Mail poster is behind him. If you look closely, the torn parts of the poster spell out it a license plate on the wall above the owner of the antique shop is cqb241 the same as the license plate in christine in 1983 now there's a ton of these little nods to other movies and stuff i didn't write down all of them but there are literally (laughs) dozens 
uh, on IMDb. So you go check that out. Mm. The owner also asks for three. Oh, for so in that shop, the owner also asks for three hundred dollars for the bike, the same amount that George LeBay initially offers to sell the car for in Christine. So there you go. At two hours and forty nine minutes, it chapter two is thirty four minutes longer than it, which ran for two hours fifteen minutes. In total, both films have a combined running time of five hours and four minutes, which is over two hours longer than the original 1990 miniseries adaptation of Stephen King's novel. <laughs> two movies are longer than the average. Yeah. The- now, is there any that. appetite for the supercut he said he's going to release? Uh, I'll get that as part of my review. I think you'll okay. know that answer once I say my review. Uh, when Richie, Bill Hader, sees the Stanley Spider, he says, you've got to be effing kidding I can't really swear on this podcast. In John Carpenter's The Thing, a character says the exact same line reacting to a similar spider head creature. Now, I did notice when that spider head creature came out, I was like, oh, man, that's like it. Or, yeah. I mean, that's like The Thing. And uh, the fact that he said the exact same line uh, is nice. Nice nod to a very good movie. Similar naming, vague naming concept for the whole creature, right? It, thing, I don't, I don't know. Oh, oh, wow. You're really taking it deeper, Paul. Nice. The Young Losers Club actors were de-aged in the film. The first time ever in a horror movie. Yeah, so the younger kids, I guess they aged too much. I was glad to see oh, yeah, there. It's like three years. The difference between like 14 and 17 is enormous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I didn't notice. It, it didn't put me off. Maybe because I didn't know. Because that's, that's what they, they looked like. Be, you know, the Stranger Things kid. Yeah. I mean, you could tell you. He looked a little younger in, in Chapter 2 than he did in Stranger Things Season 3. Maybe you're just becoming numb to de-aging. Yeah, except for Will Smith. That just throws me off. But maybe because it shows him in his regular age, too. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I'm worried about the De Niro one in The Irishman. Oh, I don't I don't see that. Apparently, they, they're gonna, they did a significant amount of de-aging for that uh, movie. Yeah, I'm not going to like that either. Because I know what he looks like, too. He's in Joker, right? so yeah. uh, I'm not going to like that. All right. Stephen King makes a cameo appearance as the shopkeeper, which is a direct reference to his 1991 book and 1993 film, Needful Things. A reoccurring criticism about Stephen King's novels is his lack of inspiration for endings, even in otherwise well-acclaimed novels. This is repeatedly addressed in the movie, where Bill received the same comments about his books. So... Uh, I didn't realize that was a criticism of Stephen King's because I did. I think it's it's very it's well it's easier to make a suspenseful, interesting mystery beginning than it is to fulfill that in, that the. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's it's too, and a lot of times, like the stand, I feel it happened. It was a oh great beginning, God. but then how in the world are you ever going to end wrap it, it up? Yeah. That that big as you know you're right. expecting something huge and it's. You just can't live up to it, I don't think. Yeah, The Stand was probably the most... And I've read it like three times, and I'm terribly disappointed every time I get to the end of the book. <laughs> I love the book, but I hate the ending. Wow. It's terrible. All right, well, I guess it is. So when I was watching the movie... And The like, Mist, apparently, too. The, the movie The Mist is not Stephen King's ending. That was the oh, director. Man. That was such an awesome ending to that movie. Yeah, and it wasn't Stephen King's. Wow. Apparently, yeah. uh, Stephen King watched the movie and said, man, I wish I had written that ending. Yeah. That was so good. Yeah, wh- when I watched this movie, when I saw them continually uh, bashing his endings of his books, I thought, oh, this is some type of inside baseball type thing where I just don't get it. But yeah, apparently I was right. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I don't know if, I, if I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm torn at, you know, I kind of like, okay, hey, they're making these self-referencing things, but it tends to take me out of the movie too much Yeah, when they keep referencing it. And, you know, and then Stephen King is, I'm, he's not a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't put him in the movie. It just yeah. it just removes me from the film to watch him fumble through lines. Yeah, but it's such a small part. I mean, yeah, I know, but it but your your suspension of disbelief just stops as soon as you see someone like Stephen King inside the movie. All right, well, I guess we'll see. All right, let's continue. The ending of the movie differs from the book in that Pennywise is revealed to be a female spider. In its, in its most true form to humans, and the Losers Club must destroy all the eggs that were laid because they're about to hatch. Pennywise is only in the film for 10 minutes. So this movie is almost three hours long. He's in for 10 minutes. Near the end of the film, Richie recarves the letter R plus E into the same old fence that R- young Richie carved it into in the middle of the film. 
The R stands for Richie and the E stands for Eddie. Uh, okay, so that's all I have. So I'll start with my thoughts. This movie is almost three hours and it felt every bit of almost three hours long. I was like, oh my God, this thing's got to end. It's just too much. Now, easy way to do that would be at the very beginning when uh, they he calls everyone, you know, the one guy just kills himself. If we'd have half the cast do that, this movie would be just about the right length. <laughs> because It takes too much. Once they get back into town, everyone has their own story that they got to go into and their own little thing. It was just too much. It was like, uh, you know, I don't care enough about these characters to go through yeah, every I'm- one of them have their own thing i mean because i and i had some thoughts about that one too because you know they could have taken one of those stories and played it in the film and then had them all come together in disarray yeah implying that he messed with all of them yes and you would realize Not oh he's shown. messing with people yeah. yeah 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 but you don't need to show an hour of this crap no one cares about oh uh, it was too much it was too much i was like oh my god this thing just there's too many people I just in this wanted movie. to die this way do another oh crap not another one yeah like they're gonna do this <laughs> everyone really i gotta sit through all of these and they weren't just they weren't that interest they weren't interesting enough to really like to care about <laughs> i just i i didn't now what did you guys they think put tales from the crypt in the middle of the movie right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah there's a bunch of little compilation things so what did you guys think when, when i when i walked out of the theater I had to look up because I'm not good with names. I had to look up what the E stood for. I kind of under I I was pretty sure it was who I thought it was. It was that guy. And in the movie, they alluded yeah. many times. Many, oh, you have a secret, Pennywise. You have a secret. You have a secret. And at no point do they ever explicitly say what that secret is. And at the end, they allude to it they by putting much the E. Do, though. No, Come but on, they don't. You know. They don't. They don't. Yeah. The, you, if you're going to go to that much they, trouble right. to they, they, problem. rehash it they, over they and over and over. Out. And they, they never said it. it, right? We're at the end of the movie when they're all in the water washing off and they said, oh, uh, Eddie would have hated this because we're in dirty water. I, I thought 100% yeah. for sure he was going to say, okay, here's my secret. You know, I loved Eddie. I'm gay or whatever. And he didn't. It, 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 nothing happened. Right. He goes in, he carves the, he recarves the E and the movie ends. Like, what, what? What? What is this crap? Like, if you're going to explicitly say you have a secret, you have a secret, you have a secret, you have to tell what the secret is. Don't just allude to it. I mean, come out and tell. I mean, you can't, they, they've done it, they they set it up too much to just bypass it and just and well, wipe it I, I mean, this is, I have a rant about this too, so. The fact that chapter one didn't give any indication, I'm like, doesn't yes. it seem, yeah. that seems weird. Yeah, it's kind of like, like they like threw it in, yeah. It, there should be something in the first one that tells you to, to hint at this, but. Yeah, you know, I nothing. guess maybe Pennywise is just too politically correct to, you know, torture <laughs> a small child with that information. Uh, I don't know, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, it just, yeah, it just felt very, uh, I don't know, unsincere. They they brought it up and then they didn't deal with it at all. They just kind of. Well, I, I think it's a weird cash grab, right? I mean, it's cynical. It's awful because you have these weird secretly gay characters. I mean, if you need, if you want, if you want a character in your movie to have sexuality because it's part of the story, fine, do whatever you want. If you just want to have sexuality for some reason, okay, roll some dice, pick a sexuality, and own your damn answer. But what they're doing, they're making. How can we make them just gay enough to get gay viewers, but not gay enough that Republicans won't come watch my movie? <laughs> yep. I mean, it's like, I want him to be gay, but I still want to serve Chick-fil-A in the lobby. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it just feels awfully cynical to me. It's like, stop it. I mean, if you want sexuality in your movie, put it in. Nobody cares. Yeah. Just well, stop. Well, and, and then they have, it's, it's implied that Bill and, Ed, and Eddie have a moment before he dies because the, the others are fighting it. They could have had a scene there. At yeah. least, you know acknowledging the relationship but i don't i kind of wonder if they filmed it and cut it or what because yeah i what? don't know what the heck <laughs> yeah anyway yeah it's it very i don't know i didn't like it i didn't like that at all and like <laughs> i said it, it just it well, felt so and well. the book has the, the bully being gay right which yeah he was that was a weird thing that whole <laughs> that he somehow right, i guess because the, the bully gets the a whole first 15 minutes of the movie that made you just cringe and like crawl under your seat. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was bad, especially to, to, to take a real crime and and then try to exploit it for 
for this is that that whole thing was so that whole beginning sequence that movie was so unneeded. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what it is with Stephen King and trying to make me feel as uncomfortable as possible in a movie theater. <laughs> I mean, right, you have that one at what was that move that last movie oh, we did Gerald's game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that may it just creeped me the hell out. Now they have this weird daddy daughter shit going on in this movie. I yeah. mean, you have them just brutally beat this kid. I mean, it's like what is wrong with Stephen King? Maybe Stop that's it. maybe that's part of his in, horror. In the book, in the book, they don't they don't actually show the gay bashing, right? They, they it's the police talking about it afterwards, right? Anyway, it, but this was just like visceral. I yes, mean, it was yes, awful. It was I'm like, oh my god, I felt so. Oh, I I I like I go to a movie and I understand, you know, you have these social issues you want to deal with, but I'm going to a horror thriller to be happy on a Saturday afternoon. I'm not coming here to watch a documentary to make me feel bad. Wow. Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah, this movie had a lot of issues. <laughs> I mean, I like Bill Hader. I love, I love him as actor and it's the roles he takes. And I thought he was really good in this. It's just, it was just too long. It was just too much. To, uh, I don't know. You know, I, I, this, to me, this is a stream, uh, at its best. I, it's, I, I can't, say i mean it's just it's, just, it's a long movie and the funny thing oh, is so the, long. the movie theater or the, the drive-in that's near where i live is showing a back-to-back double feature it and it too i'm like oh my god that sounds awful i, I don't know I'd, I'd put a banana in my tailpipe and just <laughs> let myself die <laughs> yeah, i'm with you there Frank, forget it that's oh that's too that's too much too much uh, come get me sweet death <laughs> Yeah, come Pennywise, come. Oh my lord. I'm shocked Netflix didn't make it. <laughs> they could have made it a miniseries, yeah. It'd have been perfect. It should have been released on Netflix. It is of that quality. Ah, uh, yeah. But uh, so that's that's me. That's those are my thoughts. Uh Joe, do you have anything to add? I the only thing I really have to add to that is I was talking about with my daughter when we left and she's like she her her biggest gripe of the movie was how seriously it took itself in that whole insane mythology they put into it for no reason that did nothing and didn't work anyway. So what was the point, right? You had the whole native American mythology and the whole the bag yeah. or whatever, yada, yada, yada. And it still didn't kill him. And all you had to do was love each other and hit him with rocks and he'll explode. So, I mean, the yeah. whole thing was added and had no meaning. Isn't the question obvious? Like <laughs> if they did, if they did the ritual before, why isn't it gone? You know, why did why were the, the adults too stupid to say well, wait a minute if this ritual destroys him uh he's still here so what, what happened yeah. you know you it, can't scratch out the side of the bag and try harder <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think they just wanted to give a you know show where he came from you know like oh look this is his origins i, I don't know yeah i have no good answer i mean yeah it was pointless yeah, and the number of jump scares was off the charts and, and during one of them and this is one thing and this is just to tell you about a, a horror movie right there was one of the jump scares i looked over my wife i wasn't sure if she was scared or laughing <laughs> i mean because it, it was like it was just got to the point where it was just to the point where they just became funny because they yeah. were so ridiculous <laughs> yeah all right well i'm curious to hear what your uh, rating is joe i guess i i'm i guess stream it okay I mean, it, it, it's home should have been Netflix, so maybe leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Paul? Yeah. It, it's, I, yeah. <laughs> um, setting aside all the gay issues that, uh, ugh, wow. Um, I guess they should get some points for trying to include. I don't know. Maybe not. No, they don't. <laughs> it, it was awful. Yeah. I, I feel like the original miniseries was, was, was better, maybe, the second half. Um, and then it wasn't that great to begin with. I'd have to say, I think I'd wait till TV though. Really, stream it? Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, stream might be a little optimistic, honestly. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I said I mean, I'd, I'd, see it. I'd see it on TV, I suppose. I, I doubt I would stream. I doubt I'll stream it. I mean, you know, I, I actually, actually, truly, when it comes on to Netflix, I will never watch it. Me either. So I'm I'm, I'm, I'm actually never gonna watch it. I'm, I'm going TV. Again. I'm going TV. You got me, Paul. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Paul, you win for going to TV. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I was trying to be polite. <laughs> my, 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 my spouse has a personal vendetta against this mo- these movies, but um, <laughs> because he he used to do clowning, 
Really? And of course. Oh my God! That is I awesome. Know, so that is course. so wonderful. So he oh. will not see this movie with me, of course. And oh, let me tell you he's something. Little, he's got some anger about it. It's okay. Paul, next year, anyway. clowns have been terribly maligned. <laughs> <laughs> next year, Paul, uh, Joe, and I are planning on going up to Kings Island. We're going to stop by, and we want uh, a little clown show. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, we want a clown show. Oh. I don't think he has ah. any of his stuff, but. He has, he has like newspaper. He has newspaper clippings where he used to do it. Really? Oh, that is wonderful. Yeah. That is wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> That's but, awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anyhow, so uh, yeah, definitely uh, watch it on television. Maybe. All right. Well, bored, but I guess we got three TVs then. <laughs> uh, yeah, that not a not not a good movie. All in all, and I guess the only reason to now, watch the it. Now the supercut. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> what do yeah. you say about the supercut? Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, oh my god, that's just too much, too much. There's no need. All right, well, I think that'll wrap it up for this episode. So thanks again to Paul and Joe for joining me, and until next time, that's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs>